looking for some new swag, whether it's for business or for leisure, let Happy Jack's Designs take care of your needs. From planners to iPad covers, mugs, coasters, to t-shirts, to bracelets, Happy Jack's has you covered. Hit them up at etsy.com slash shop slash Happy Jack's Designs. Jack's as in J-A-C-S. Find them on social media platforms at Happy Jack's Designs. Let them take you hashtag up another level. Hey, y'all, this is Byron. I just want to put something out there. Yes, I am a mental health therapist. And yes, my couch is quite comfortable. However, if you're listening to this podcast, it is not a substitute for a therapeutic relationship with a certified or licensed mental health therapist. So though I appreciate you taking the time out to listen to me and hopefully gain some information and insight about what's going on with you from listening to this podcast, Take the time to seek out mental health resources in your area if you so need to. Thanks for listening and hope you enjoy.
the side. Thinking the police gon' pull me over with this rub off in my ride. So I had to break away you under the armrest, under the left. And they gotta start in a way to make my life a little bit better than the dope peddler. As we begin the episode today, I want to send my love, my condolences, and offer um, my thoughts and prayers to the families of the 500,000 Americans that we lost due to COVID-19. Um, I pray, and I mean, I pray. Thankfully, I got vaccinated the other day. Well, my second vaccination shot. I pray that in the coming months that that number will finally stop growing exponentially and we can begin to resume a normal life. But today I offer my love and my condolences and support to the families that have lost people, friends, loved ones, co-workers, neighbors, you name it. I send my love and, and thoughts and prayers to each and every last one of them. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and thems and theys to the Captain's Couch. I am your host, Byron Taylor. It is session number 70 for your boy on the couch. Session number 70, and it is two weeks post-Super Bowl. Still feeling pretty good. Still enjoying that wave. It's pretty damn good. Uh, Two-time Super Bowl champions. Go Bucks. Yeah, so um, this may be a little bit of a heavier episode today. Uh, I mean, well, the content matter may be difficult for a lot of people, um, especially with COVID. Um, Many relationships have kind of fallen apart and broken up due to COVID. Um, So we're going to kind of talk about that today. Um, But I want to give an update. Um, So I'm someone who is for the most part, open as far as disclosure goes. Um, Some things I keep very close to the vest. Um, But I do want to update you guys that I did start therapy um, this week or last week. Um, So I decided to go through my insurance and use my uh, flexible spending account that I set up for this year to start individual therapy for myself. So I um, found, oh, I'm in a, 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 group for mental health therapy uh, mental health clinicians of color um in mississippi and asked you know who would take my insurance um and got a lead and got set up with uh, a black woman who works over here in gulfport so i started individual therapy um and and i'm not just doing this just for the possibility of a relationship or whatever I'm doing this because I've been struggling for a very, very, very long time with anxiety, with imposter syndrome, with, you know, my self-worth. Um, I've been struggling with that for a very long time, and I didn't realize just how much I was still struggling with the trauma and just the traumatic events of my marriage and how that played out and i'm not gonna sit here and act like i've never done anything wrong or anything bad but i've been through a lot of very traumatic experiences in my 37 years of living and i felt that it was time to kind of start doing more work more deep work within myself to get better with how i see myself i know plenty of people that i've met in my lifetime that have seen far more value within me than i've seen in myself 
and I want to start working to get to the point of how other people see me. I see it in some moments and when things are going great, I see it pretty clearly. But when things start getting not so good or not quite ideal or when conflict shows up is when I start the when the the image gets very distorted and I don't handle it well, even something small. You know, I'm more willing to give in than stand my ground or even advocate for what I feel like I want. And I have to get better at that because, I mean, it's okay to want things. It's okay to receive things, especially from people who want to give it to you. So that's kind of where I'm at. And that's what I hope to get better and better at with time. But, you know, it's going to take a little time and I'm willing to be patient with myself to kind of work on it because it's been a long time coming. Um, We got some feedback. So let's do the feedback before I bring up the other sad news that happened today that I found out very early this morning. So, Alexa, play I Feel It Coming by the Weekend. By the weekend from title. Y'all, hold on. Let me get. Th- let me. Let me do this first. Sorry, I said I was gonna do feedback first. <laughs> I almost, I almost broke down, y'all. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Alright, so the homie Quan the homie Quan hit us up on Facebook and on Twitter to share some feedback while listening to the pod last week. Quan dropped the line on Facebook saying get to it, yeah. Shout out to the homie Byron um, for bringing up how gaming has helped us through the the Paul Presley the Paul the Paul Pressy on his pod the Captain's Couch episode sixty eight. I know I've reestablished my love for gaming over all this. This has been the times where I just play and not think about anything else in my brain. Considering how my ADD, or as my friend calls it, add, subtract, multiply works, that's a great rest. Dude, I absolutely feel you on that one, man. With like stuff going on like in life, like just zoning out has been really great as far as video games going like even I, I took a break from destiny because i needed something lighter to play that didn't require as much kind of mental energy and finished beating star wars uh jedi fallen order and if y'all know your boy i love star wars that game was incredible five out of five i might play it again at some point um Quan also left feedback on the twitters at the captain's couch um shout out to at captain's couch for talking about gaming in episode 68 i miss playing my cousin in madden and 2k we used to have the calmest battles ever we actually congratulate each other on a good play yeah um i got memories of playing cousins in video games and i'm not gonna talk about that at this time um please respect my privacy at this time alexa stop playing Y'all, in sad news, I woke up this morning trying to stay focused on myself and try to work on my own kind of journey right now. Nigga, Daft Punk broke up. 
man, <sighs> Daft Punk broke up. And I know you're probably saying to yourself, some of you are like, yo, ain't there a couple white dudes? I'm like, yes, yes, they are. They are French. They are white dudes. But um, I will say um, Daft Punk definitely had a big impact on me um, and a lot of people that I know. Um, so this article from Pitchfork, um, Daft Punk, the Parisian duo responsible for some of the most popular dance and pop songs ever made have split. They broke the news with an eight minute uh, video entitled Epilogue, um, excerpted from their 2006 uh, film Electrama. Daft Punk's uh, longtime publicist confirmed the breakup, but did not give a reason for the split. Um, they started together in 1993 in Paris, um, helping to redefine the French touch style of house music. Now, the thing about this is, is that when we talk about, you know, a lot of music, music movements and stuff like that, house music can also be attributed to black people as well. Um, house is kind of like the later kind of evolution of disco, like in the 90s. Um, so, um, their debut album came out in 1997, which was entitled homework, which, and, uh, which included around the world, which is an awesome song in the funk, um, their follow-up album, which is absolutely one of my favorite albums of all time. Discovery came out in 2001, um, which included, uh, one more time, harder, better, faster, stronger, which y'all know Kanye sampled that. Um, and of course, a song very near and dear to my heart, heart um, something about us um, on that album, as well as Digital Love is dope and um, Aerodynamic is dope. Just top to bottom, I think, except for maybe the very last song, which is very too much too long. That album is top to bottom, just amazing. Um, they put out their third album, Human After All, which is a live, uh, which is included um, a live LP, which was um, a live 20, uh, 2007. They also did the soundtrack for Tron Legacy. Um, and then in 2013, Random Access Memories dropped and Get Lucky came out and you could not escape that song if you tried. Um, they ended up winning a couple of Grammys, including um, Album of the Year for random access memories um and that's kind of the last that's the last project that they put out together um we also saw when we talk about black music we saw them credited with co-production for tracks for kanye west i know he's problematic um but also for the weekend for uh pharrell for i believe the art mentioned yeah jasmine sullivan janet jackson um so Daft Punk had a huge impact, not just on pop music and dance music, but also on black music as well. And I know a lot of the sounds that Daft Punk got is attributed to black artists and the house movement. So, you know, let it be known that at least I appreciate that they paid it back into the community later on down the road. So, yeah, after a 28 year run, which included um, a couple of Grammys and album of the year, Daft Punk have split and called it quits. And yeah, thank you for the music, uh, fellas. Uh, merci. Merci beaucoup. Um, yeah, man, that was that was a hard. That was a hard kind of news to see was the hearing about Daft Punk splitting. But it did make it a bit easier to have this conversation about how to deal with a breakup. Um, and some ways that we can kind of healthily deal with splitting up, um, 
and some of the stress that we deal with after we break up. So there's an article from Huffington Post that state that's entitled um, Dealing with a Breakup. Seven healthy ways to cope with the stress um, post split. And, you know, not every relationship is going to be a bad relationship that ends. Um, I mean, you know, we you know, especially when it comes to music. We always talk about or may highlight like the more acrimonious breakups in music, like the Beatles, um, you know, but some artists and some musical groups naturally run their course. The Jacksons kind of ran their natural course. Michael clearly was outshining everybody else and he broke apart. He broke apart from his brothers. Same thing with Destiny's Child. Same thing with the Supremes, um, you know, but then you have kind of musical splits like Outkast where. You know, it's not was not an acrimonious split. It was just Andre kind of just didn't want to do the music and he was struggling with handling fame and felt that it would be best for Big Boy to kind of go his own way. Um, You know, breakups don't always have to be an acrimonious thing. Um, You know, we can just be break. We can just break up because in the time we don't have the emotional or mental bandwidth to continue a relationship because i mean you know consider that if we look at it from the sort the 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 context of musical groups like especially we can look at outcast big boy could big boy easily and probably still to this day still wants to continue on the legacy of outcast you know together but it takes both people being in agreement to do that and andre just never got back to a place where he felt like he could continue to do it um, you know, they have done some sporadic music together and, you know, but they don't even really record together anymore, you know, so it, you know, when it comes to a relationship, two people have to be mentally and emotionally both in it together for the most part to a relatively equal degree in order for the relationship to keep going. And when that kind of dynamic falls out of you know, falls into disharmony, the relationship's going to end. So what are some kind of more healthy ways that we can deal with a breakup? Well, experts in this article um, approve these strategies that kind of help with some of the stress of a breakup. First things first, one, write it out or talk it out. Um, Although um, suppressing unpleasant feelings is a natural impulse, avoiding your emotions will ultimately prevent you from moving past them. There are so many emotions involved in a breakup, anger, sadness, loneliness, feelings of rejection and uncertainty about the future. Um, And it's essential to confront them head on, particularly in the early stages of a breakup. Try to let yourself feel what you feel without judgment. Writing out your thoughts in a journal, having a good cry or talking to a therapist can help with the process. Um, Gain clarity, um, gain the clarity that you need when the relationship didn't work. And why you'll be better off without your former partner. Um, You got to feel. You've got to feel. Um, If you feel like crying or you feel like pushing your feelings down. um, I mean, if you feel like crying, cry. If you're pushing your feelings down, then they're just going to get calloused and afraid. This is going to make you calloused and afraid. Number two, take care of your body. Going on a breakup diet may sound like a good idea. Um, we often look at you know, we're often looking our best um, to get revenge on our ex, but it can easily become a way to punish yourself, reinforcing feelings of rejection. Um, 
instead of restricting calories, um, eat nourishing whole foods, high in fiber, protein and nutrients to boost your mood and energy. Um, a balanced diet with plenty of fresh fruits, greens and stress busting superfoods can help counteract the physiological stress of a breakup. Another important thing is um, to avoid mindless eating and try not to turn foods into a coping mechanism. Don't forget about indulging a little bit, but try to keep try not to keep too much junk food around or food high in fat, um, sugar or salt. Number three, get active. Um, get your endorphins pumping through with cardio exercise often prescribed as a good way to get over a breakup for good reason going for a run or hitting the elliptical can lower your stress levels improve cognitive functioning and boost your mood um you know it's about to start warming up outside if we're going through a breakup that happened in the winter spring's coming up soon so you know for walks you know, maybe being able to do yoga in the park outside or, you know, going. Well, I'm not going to say going to the gym because the pandemic, um, but being able to go outside and walk and get exercise or ride your bike is mo hopefully going to be an option more and more for people in the coming weeks. Um, but be wary of over exercising, just like overeating, you know, excessive exercise can be a compulsive behavior. Um, and actually can do more damage to your body than good. Get active in a way that you enjoy and that doesn't feel like punishment. Whether you're early morning, whether it's early morning jogs in the park, Zumba, or hot yoga, all of them are better when accompanied by friends. Which, you know, you may have to do on the Zoom call these days because the Rona. Um, number four, remind yourself of all the great things going on in your life. Um, it is easy to see the loss as everything then it starts overwhelming the good in all of your life. Painful breakups can cloud your thinking so that it's almost impossible to look beyond the immediate feelings of pain and loss. You may have trouble remembering all of the things that you appreciate because you're so focused on the negative. Um, practicing gratitude can help to even out your moods and get you back into a more positive headspace. Studies have shown that listing things you're thankful for can boost your well-being and brighten your outlook maybe look into a gratitude journal um, to turn your attention to the positive you may initially have to force yourself to think of things you're more grateful for as you repeat the process the bad won't feel so all in all consuming number five do what you love after any breakup, doesn't even necessarily have to be a bad breakup. Um, it is hard to get excited about the things that you love before you broke up with someone. Um, the only way to start enjoying yourself again is to force yourself to get out and do anything. Treat yourself to something that makes you feel good, whether it's a cup of coffee or a friend or a massage. Self-care is essential to the healing process. And doing things that make you smile can help you can help you heal. Try going to the movies, go check out a new comedy or inviting your friends over for a marathon watch of something like The Good Place or um, WandaVision, which I'm going to start. OK, I'm going to start that in The Mandalorian. I am. All right. 
Number six, try an obsession diet. Obsession is a natural reaction to the end of a relationship, but only for so long. Most of us have to deal with a friend who can't talk about anything but their ex for months after a breakup. And it's not pretty, but it happens. You don't want to get to the point where your best friends have to stage a friendvention to get you off the couch and out into the single world. So we want to try to get past the constant agonizing stage. Um, try putting yourself on an obsession diet, not to be confused with, you know, the regular kind of diet we're talking about. For five minutes per hour, you can obsess, write, or indulge in self-pity and all of the self-pity that you want. But when the timer goes off, it's enough. You have to wait until the next hour. The next day, reduce the time as time goes on. Give yourself permission. Um, if you're trying to break the habit of thinking about your partner, give yourself five minutes a day to help you to realize that you can control your thinking. It's a way to channel the urge and also feel the sense of control. Number seven is giving back. Acts of kindness um, towards others has often be sh been shown, and we talked about this a bunch, to improve your well-being being and help relieve depression. Giving back can be a powerful way to reduce I mean, a, a powerful way to rechannel the love um, that you funneled into a relationship. Do something where you are helping others because that gives you a sense of empowerment and it also opens your heart. So uh, let's wrap up and look at some phrases, um, statements of affirmation that we can make to ourselves as we're going through um, the process of our breakup. Um, this article that I have from Psychology Today entitled Seven Phrases That Will Help You Get Over a Breakup. Say these aloud. Repeat. Um, the thing about affirmations is that you want to kind of constantly try to reinforce them to kind of chip away at some of the more negative processes that we may feel about ourselves. So one of the first things that we can look at is I love myself. Cheesy. Yeah, of course it is. I mean, you could just play the Kendrick Lamar song, uh, but it works, especially if you believe it. <clears throat> and by now, you probably know that um, as the the writer, um, the, the writer of the article, um, Jim Kim, Jen Kim, Jim Ken, <laughs> Jim Kim says that um, she says, I'm pretty much a giant cheese ball, according to Mastin Kipp's of the daily love self-love is important because ultimately we are the ones responsible for our actions choices and outcomes of those actions and choices we cannot give to someone else what we don't have and likewise we cannot get from someone else what he or she doesn't have i cannot agree more if you love yourself you will be the master of your feelings and not some idiot who broke your heart through a text message number two I want to be happily. I mean, I want to be happy. Seriously, do you? Is an interesting question. Seems like a dumb question. Of course, you want to be happy. Who doesn't? The problem is a lot of times I actually don't. I let small things frustrate me. I have an extremely short temper. I get pissed off when the Bucks lose on Sundays. Um, I get mad at trivial matters. Why? Because I forget or maybe I don't to be happy in that moment. Maybe I want to be angry or upset, so I have to remind myself that I want to be happy. 
Then I will force a fake smile until it turns into a real one. It even turns out that a fake smile is better than no smile. Uh, researchers at the University of Kansas recently discovered that holding your mouth in a smiling position could lower a person's heart rate at stressful situations. Number three, screw him or her. Um, but looking back at it, language can be, you know, bad language can actually be good for you. Um, according to a study by Neural Report, which, quote, found that swearing may serve an important function in relieving pain. Say it, whisper it, scream it, let it all out. Not only do you end up soothing the pain, you are also telling yourself that you're not going to be a victim. Number four, I always hated that dumb haircut. <laughs> okay, uh, remember that annoying thing about him that always bothered you, but you never admitted it to yourself because you were madly in love? Well, it's time to spill all that dirt. Take out, I mean, take off your love goggles and tell yourself that you really tell yourself what you really saw in him. Even if it's something as tiny as I hated his toenails, embrace it. Doing so will help you realize that your ex wasn't as fabulous or perfect as they seemed and it'll help you heal faster. Um, in fact, the study in Cognition and Emotion uh, magazine found that those who indicated strong negative feelings about their ex in the immediate aftermath of the breakup were less likely to be depressed. Well, I mean, that's because if you dislike your ex, then, yeah, you have all the more reason to kind of nitpick him. This this one and maybe the one before it, I get where they're going, but it doesn't necessarily mean it accounts for like if your partner and you kind of had a good relationship and just kind of ended doesn't really account for those kind of situations. Yeah, I had a terrible partner at one point and yeah, it did make it easier for me to not feel as depressed in the immediate aftermath because I had strong negative negative emotions about that person. Um Number five, I'm better off without him or her because blank, 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 quick, finish the sentence. For me, it was I'm better off without him because I can finally eat blueberries. At the time, my ex had a terrible allergy to the fruit, which just happened to be one of my favorites. He wouldn't kiss me or come near me if I'd eaten any blueberry flavored anything. So eventually I stopped eating those, too. Um, the first thing I did after our breakup was devour a pint of blueberries. Obviously, my heart still hurt, but I let myself enjoy something that I hadn't been able to do when we were together. Um, while it was something little, it was, you know, it felt pretty good. After, uh, see, during a breakup, the thing you, the one thing, the one feeling you should be constantly striving for is trying to feel find some way to feel good um number six is it's been x day since we broke up and i feel another fill in the blank for you you can say whatever you feel like just be truthful um if you write it down in a journal that's okay also the reason for this phrase is to keep you in the present and the current moment and lets you feel whatever you feel Eventually, one day it'll turn into 30 and you'll notice the difference. You may still feel sad or heartbroken to the degree which you feel it will change. You'll be able to recognize the progress. And the last one is you will find someone better. 
these words may be difficult to utter, especially if you believe that your ex was the one or your soulmate. Trust me, we've all been there before. Now, I've been there. Um, and because the phrase is so hard to say, it is, in fact, the most crucial. Let something you may fear. I mean, let me tell you something that you may not want to hear. You will meet someone better. It is inevitable. You will meet someone else who will treat you well and be kind to you, love you, and most importantly, not break your heart. That could that and you know, that someone better could very well be the person you had who got better. It could very well be somebody completely brand new that you've never even met before. You never know. Give yourself an opportunity to try to find that person. You know. Life is about finding that perfect dance partner the person you're going to spend the rest of your life dancing with to whatever type of music you like whether it's daft punk or the weekend or pharrell or stevie wonder now i will say this right i like many people of my age grew up on hearing stevie wonder because he was one of the old staples of the people who came before us like my 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 aunt god rest her soul uh, my parents my grandparents now, I had never heard the song Another Star until the Grammy performance at the intro of the show. That was the Grammy performance in 2014 for, for Daft Punk when they won album of the year at the Grammys. Um, they started off the song, they started off with Good Lucky and transitioned it into uh, Lafrique from Chic, which is a nod to Niles Rogers, who played guitar on um, get lucky because uh chic was his was his band in the 70s during the disco era and then it transitioned into the song at the end which was another star by stevie wonder i'd never heard that song before until that performance so i being the um supporting of supporter of black business that i am and because prince told me to go sign up for a title i went to my title account and i found the song um on stevie wonder's classic seminal album songs in the key of life and um yeah i pretty much put that put that joint on repeat for like three days afterwards um so if you've never heard the song check it out it's another star by stevie wonder it is on the album songs in the key of life um fantastic song but you know the breakup isn't the end of things reflect back on the good times and Work to heal and work to improve on yourself even more and be prepared for the next good time to come around. You never know. So with that being said, y'all, thank you so much for listening to The Captain's Couch. Um, Leave five-star reviews on iTunes. Um, Leave me feedback on um, social media at The Captain's Couch on Facebook. Um, The Captain's Couch on Instagram at Captain's Couch on Twitter. subscribe do all those things share the show donate at paypal donate at um anchor.fm links if you need those links hit me up i can send them to you let me know um with that being said y'all will be back for session number 71 we made it to 70 episodes of this thing we'll be back for session number 71 next week um I still want to kind of talk about not so much Gorilla Glue Girl, but some of the kind of negative reinforcement that happens on social media. And I need to really sit down and watch um, the social dilemma, but I also want to 
look at Malcolm and Marie, and I want to talk about that, and I may need to see if I can find somebody to join me on that show, on that episode. May the force be with you. Peace. Congregation, would you turn your text to the book about cast? Chapter two, verse one. The first one to feel me. Jump up and make a joyful noise. Use our cast it. Meaning, now you have a choice like that. Don't